Hello and welcome to our podcast. My name is Avery Bullis and I'll be joined by Connor Mast and Brush Worley. This happens to be our very first podcast titled Where It All Began, in which we'll be discussing, you know, like the first school, um, where it began, when it began, and how schools and school systems have progressed throughout time. And while we were doing this research, you know, we all kind of got this genuine interest in really where the American school system stands compared to other countries and how it all kind of came together. And I really just think that the American school system kind of gets a bad rep from students. Like, it just seems like in America, you just see students all the time just giving America a hard time. And I just, we're trying to find out, is it well-deserved or not? Yeah, like, is, do students really have trouble with school? Is the American school system really that bad? Just that kind of thing. But those will be in later episodes. So this episode begins with ancient Egypt in 3100 BC, where we first see the first schools. They were schools, but they're kind of different. And so the reason we say this is because they were really only for rich, wealthy boys, which, I mean, is pretty common. And so in this time, obviously, girls weren't allowed to go to school yet. Women, they were taught at home. But in school, specifically, they covered subjects like reading, writing, math, and they covered religion a lot in this time period. And something like you just said, the women, that's something we see throughout time. Slowly over time, women start to get integrated, which um, you'll begin to see later on. Another thing he says is religion. Um, it's just kind of, you know, it's, we see religion, and that, that is a big factor in schools throughout history. In the next school... Um, we see is in ancient Egypt in about 500 BC. Ancient China in 500 BC. That's just And so, yeah, my bad. That was a mistake. But it was created by Confucius. And so the, there was actually really interesting was there's two types of schools. There were um, official and private schools. So we're already seeing like two different types of schools like we have nowadays. We also see now that the religi- religion in schools have left China and they might come back in a later time. Yeah, like he says, it's just like religion not being a subject anymore. The subjects they did have were math, reading, and writing, and that's just like something we see um, pretty common, something related to Egypt and something later on. So also related to Egypt, girls weren't yet allowed to go to school. Like at all, like none. And so, you know, that was really what ancient China was like. And so we're going to move on to the 500, 1500s, 1500s, time, which is the Middle Ages. Once again, schools are only for the rich and wealthy. And very few girls were allowed to go to these schools. This is the first time we see girls actually go to school. We also see there's like many types of schools. First, we see the like starting of elementary schools at a younger age, except they're now elementary song schools. There's also grammar schools and monastic schools or religious schools. Yeah, and as Connor stated, we see religion make a comeback in the monastic schools, which are basically religious schools. So once again, we see this comeback. I think this mainly has to do with the fact that um, the medieval times, Middle Ages, the church was like extremely powerful. So that had to have had something. Life in the Middle Ages like basically just revolved around the religion for almost yeah. every aspect of life. And so, in 1859, we see something cool happen. 
we see that the first university ever was founded in Morocco, Africa. Yeah, and so, I mean, now we're starting to see higher levels of education come into play. Something where people can really go at it. And they could just dive into the subject that they're interested in, and that would just help them throughout their career. And a really neat link is we also start to see at this time some major advancements in technology start to take place. You know, just things like that. So that had to have some sort of impact. But so in 1635, we see Horace Mann introducing the first school in Boston. It was called the Boston Latin School, and it was considered the first school in the colonies. It's a public school, which is a neat fact, and we actually get to see that girls are fully going to school. But now, something, like, kind of different about girls going to school, like, the boys and girls didn't go to school at the same time. Like, boys went to school in the winter while the girls went in the summer. Yeah, and that was really neat because the boys are needed in the spring, summer, and fall because, well, that's when farming takes place. And we know that in the colonies, farming was a major impact on their life. And so girls... Well, during the summers, they weren't really needed, so ship them off to school. But in the winter, they really needed nourish for the men and the boys, so they had to stay around. So that was just kind of the reason there was like a separate thing happening at the time. So when we were doing this research, we really saw that schools and the school systems still kind of teach things. I mean, like, obviously, that was really the... Collins was the last time we see like a major jump in schools and the, really the only major jump to now is it's basically a full year of school girls and boys are going together but reading and writing are combined we don't see religion so really the differences aren't that great and really this could just be because we're only looking at the surface of it yeah, we just see that they we are adding classes to it. Like, we add engineering and technology classes. Like, more advanced math and English classes, and same with history. And that just kind of comes with um, modern times, development of schools, and that kind of thing. So, thank you so much for listening. That's just about it for this episode. This has been Bruce Worley.